Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2264. What are the moral implications of spending? By J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. What are the moral implications of spending? By J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Most reader questions I share at Get Rich Slowly are meant to solve a problem. Somebody has a financial dilemma they're hoping you folks can help them fix. But Rita sent a different kind of question. She doesn't want to solve a problem. She wants to stir debate. Rita writes, quote, I ask myself how much is enough several times daily. My husband and I make good money, over $100,000 in combined income, own a home in an expensive city, We have two large dogs and are able to buy most of what we want. I don't have a problem with normal spending, but I often feel bad when I purchase something really nice, such as a nice purse, a collectible book, etc. On one hand, I can afford these things, but on the other hand, I still feel that it's somehow wrong that I continue to buy this stuff while many people in the world cannot afford clean water and food. Just yesterday, I read an article on an entertainment site about Steven Spielberg's $200 million personal yacht. I think that this is a crazy and moral waste of money. He could make a huge difference by using that $200 million for charity. I guess my point is, am I really any better? No, I'm not buying a yacht anytime soon, but I do buy luxury items. And someday I'd like the satisfaction of being able to buy my husband a Range Rover. He loves those cars. My husband doesn't feel guilt for having these things, but if I'm being completely honest with myself, I do. Oddly enough, I majored in finance in college and I'm currently studying for the CFA exam. So the topic of efficiency and equity is really on my mind, end quote. Four years ago, prompted by a thoughtful essay in the New York Times, I asked, what should a billionaire give and what should you? In this essay, philosopher Peter Singer discussed the magnitude of charitable donations from the two richest men in the world. Warren Buffett contributed $37 billion to charitable foundations, and Bill and Melinda Gates gave $30 billion. Singer wrote, quote, Philanthropy on this scale raises many ethical questions. Why are the people who are giving doing so? Does it do any good? Should we praise them for giving so much or criticize them for not giving still more? Is it troubling that such momentous decisions are made by a few extremely wealthy individuals? And how do our judgments about them reflect our own way of living? End quote. Singer's article discusses the ethics of giving and tries to establish some guidelines. It's a fascinating read, but it's long, so budget half an hour or so. After years of dithering, 
I'm finally moving forward with philanthropy in my own life. I've been researching and finding causes to support. I've been exploring the possibility of volunteer tourism. And one of my goals for awesome people is to donate all profits to charity. But Rita's question is about more than just giving. It's also about consumption. When we buy things, there are ramifications across a vast economic web. This is why some people are willing to pay a premium to buy local or to buy organic. It's also why some people insist on buying American and others boycott specific items. Some people refuse to buy diamonds. My high school social studies teacher refused to buy bananas. On a basic level, every time we choose to buy a comfort or a luxury, we're also making the choice not to use the money to help someone else, whether in our own community or in the world at large. To what degree is this acceptable? To what degree is this reprehensible? This goes beyond just the personal level, of course. Today, as I drove into downtown Portland, I passed the $37 million Mercy Corps building. I winced when I saw it. Mercy Corps does great work, but how much more great work could it have done with the money it spent for its new headquarters? Or what about the humble country church my family attended when I was in high school? About a decade ago, the congregation spent tens of thousands of dollars to pave the parking lot and to build a new kitchen, gymnasium, and office. Is this what Jesus would have done? or would he have used the money to help the poor? I used to think there were clear answers to questions like these. Now I'm not so sure. What is right and what is wrong? What are the moral implications of spending, especially on wants? I doubt anyone would argue that we shouldn't spend on our own needs. If I spend $1,500 for a pair of season tickets to the Portland Timbers, is this immoral? What if I also contribute $15 to a charity to make amends? $150? $1,500? And at what point am I just buying a mental pardon? Some of you will argue loud and long that there aren't any moral implications to spending. Others will argue just as loudly and just as long that every economic act carries a moral and ethical component, that our financial decisions have meaning. I can see both sides. What do you think? What are the moral implications of spending? When is it okay to buy a $200 million yacht? Is such a decision ever justifiable? Always justifiable? If Steven Spielberg also donates $200 million to charity, does that ameliorate this obscene expense? And what about on a more mundane scale? Are there any absolutes? How do you decide? You just listened to the post titled, What Are the Moral Implications of Spending? by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college, I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. 
And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I found this article interesting because it asks some really tough questions. I remember hearing at one point that Oprah spends $7,000 every time she gets her eyebrows waxed, and I thought that was such a huge waste of money. But Oprah also uses her position to do a lot of good in the world. So does that outweigh a luxurious lifestyle? While I don't really feel like I live a luxurious lifestyle, the World Bank reports that half of the world's population lives on less than $5 per day. So by those standards, I'm living pretty large. Many of our judgments about spending are relative. So while some people might look at me and think I live very frugally, others may think I'm living luxuriously. Because needs and wants are highly personal and subjective, it's really hard for me to have a strong opinion on the ethics of spending money. I know for me personally, being less materialistic has been a positive for me, and I do believe that consuming less helps the planet. But I also think if I had more money and resources, I'd be in a better position to do good in the world. So no easy answers here. And that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Thank you so much for joining today and every day. And I'll be back reading for you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.